0: Welcome back to Life in the Boat Podcast, podcast all about life in wonderful Steamboat Springs, Colorado. Home of champagne powder, the mighty Yampa River, and hot springs that are so abundant that you can smell them, whether you want to or not. We bring you a little slice of life in Steamboat each week. What is the snow like on the mountain? What's going on in town? Will they ever finish the construction at the hot springs? We answer these questions and more to keep you informed and make sure your Steamboat Cup is full. Today we'll talk about some incoming weather and hopefully a snowstorm, a local Steamboat Ski Jumper competing in the World Cup in Japan. We'll touch on some local crime stories as well, including someone trying to escape from the Hayden Jail to a speedster going 160 miles per hour on I-70. We'll also feature this day in history and some happenings in town, and then finish up by talking about the new popular sport in town, pickleball. Okay, let's talk about snow. This is from the pilot. The headline, Could Upcoming Storms Push Some of Colorado's Mountains to Above Average Snowpack Levels? There's a Chance. Colorado's statewide snowpack is currently at 96% of the 30-year average, and storms in the forecast could push it closer to 100%. While a majority of the snow is slated to arrive early next week, experts are predicting snowfall varying from 1 to 3 inches for many of Colorado's ski resorts over the course of the next couple days. Temperatures will warm in the upper 30s Saturday and low 40s Sunday, which is about 5 degrees above the average for the steamboat area. They're predicting a winter storm to start as early as Monday. An outlier compared to most of the state, Steamboat Resort is in the Yampa White Little Snake River Basin, which currently sits at 105% of the 30-year median for snowpack. Steamboat Resort is also slated to get as much as 13 inches of snow by Wednesday night. And now, a local story about ski jumping. This is from the pilot as well. Steamboat Springs Winter Sports Club Ski Jumper makes World Cup debut in Japan. At 17 years old, Steamboat Springs' Jason Colby was the youngest ski jumper to compete at the World Cup event in Sapporo, Japan, from February 16th to 19th. After placing in the top 25 at a Continental Cup in Lillehammer, Norway earlier this month, Colby was approached by USA Nordic Men's Ski Jumping head coach... Tor Snelli, who asked Colby to compete in his first World Cup just two weeks later. It was a step in the right direction for Colby, who dreams of scoring World Cup points by age 19. The Steamboat Springs Winter Sports Club jumper had the chance to chat with some of his American teammates prior to the World Cup, who offered advice and insight into what he could expect from being at a competition of this caliber. Quote, It is definitely a higher level, Colby said. People are a lot more focused, and since there are people that do it for a living, they are definitely focused on the task. It was different than a normal competition in the U.S. for sure. In the qualifying jump February 16th, Colby soared 104 meters to place himself inside the top 50 for a chance to compete in his first career World Cup event. On the day of the World Cup, February 17th, Colby flew 91.5 meters to take 48th in the competition. For those of you keeping score at home, 91 meters is the length of three blue whales, a metric you might be more familiar with. Alright, for all you true crime fans out there, let's get into a little bit of police blotter. This is from the pilot. Craigman charged with attempted escape after incident in Routh County Jail. 34-year-old Craigman, serving an 18-month sentence on burglary and theft charges, could face additional jail time following an incident at the Route County Detention Center on Sunday. According to court documents, deputies with the Route County Sheriff's Office arrested the man shortly before 3 p.m. Sunday on charges of attempted escape and criminal mischief after he allegedly caused more than $20,000 worth of damage at the jail detention center staff called deputies to assist in controlling him, who they said was armed with a pipe and quote, threatening to tear everything up. He also allegedly broke several windows of individual cells and a window between a day room and a bottom tier of jail cells. According to the affidavit, he went on to use his jail-issued mattress to protect himself from the broken glass and the window pane, and then climbed through the window to gain access to the main corridor. The arrest document noted that all inmates were locked in their individual cells as he proceeded to use a yellow mop bucket to break several more windows within the corridor. After trying to de-escalate the situation, deputies and officers on scene determined him to be a danger to the safety and security of the detention facility. Uh, You think? And they formed an entry crew to attempt an arrest. He was taken to the hospital for injuries sustained after the officers fired impact munitions from a 40 millimeter rifle and a beanbag shotgun to take him into custody. The officers hit the man about five times with impact munitions, causing injuries that required stitches in his leg. The man has maintained that he was not trying to escape, he was just trying to use his phone. Not gonna lie, but I know the feeling, brother. now another crime story for our listeners that have a need for speed. This is from the pilot, Wanted speeder Gixer Bra has a YouTube video traveling I-70 at 160 miles per hour. Texas YouTube creator Gixer Bra is currently wanted in Colorado, accused of reckless endangerment and a slew of other offenses after allegedly driving a motorcycle approximately 50 miles from Colorado Springs to the Castle Rock area in 20 minutes. The trip was recorded and uploaded to YouTube, depicting an in intense ride where the digital tachometer on the motorcycle hit the 180 miles per hour at one point. The video has since been removed from the YouTube page, with the page's narrator, who goes by Gixerbra, saying YouTube removed it in October. That narrator often refers to the page's editor as a person named Rendone, asking Rendone to make edits to his videos while he's riding. But Colorado State Patrol says after a thorough investigation was conducted, authorities have determined that Rendon and the driver of the motorcycle are the same person. In December, an arrest warrant was issued for Rendon Dietzman of Justin, Texas. That warrant made headlines on January 24th after Colorado State Patrol issued a press release saying that the 32-year-old recorded and posted the trip from Colorado Springs to Denver, quote, with the intention of bragging about his excessive speed and complete disregard for the safety of those around him." Quote. But that's not the only video on the Gixer Bra page showcasing a dangerous ride on Colorado interstates. A video from October depicts a journey that Eagle and Summit County drivers will recognize, a trip headed westbound on Interstate 70. In that video, The digital tachometer shows speeds of more than 140 miles per hour for much of the ride between the denver metro area and idaho springs he finds the balance point of a 65 mile per hour wheelie for approximately 50 seconds at mile marker 259 and by mile marker 249 or so the tachometer hit 162 miles per hour the rider reaches the twin tunnels near idaho springs at 112 miles per hour on the digital tachometer and exits at 137 miles per hour. Texans in Colorado, am I right? And now real quick, eh, this day in history. Um, So we don't have the full story, but this was a headline in the pilot on February 26, 2013. Um, This is from the Steamboat Springs morning roundup. A bike designed here to carry an 18-inch chainsaw, a rogue hoe, and a six-pack of beer piqued the interest of several spectators and the judges at the North American Handmade Bicycle Show in Denver. If any of our listeners have that bike, please send us a picture. And let's talk about some happenings in town. Tuesday the 27th, Mountain Tap is having their Token Tuesday. On Tuesdays for every beer purchased Mountain Tap Brewery will donate $1 to the guest nonprofit of their choice. This Wednesday, the 28th, the press is going to have a pre-show dinner from Smoked and Baked. Fresh and local barbecue every Wednesday before a live musical performance at 7 p.m. Arrive anytime after 5.30. The meat will be smoked. I'm not sure who's going to be baked. Also, Wednesday the 28th, there's a home buying 101 program at CMC, the Colorado Mountain College. Join the success stories of 27 individuals who in the previous program mastered the art of home buying from start to finish. That's from 5:30 to 7:15 p.m. at CMC. Okay. Thanks everyone for listening. It looks like we're out of time. No time for pickleball today. Join us next week though. Please tune in, spread the word, and enjoy that Rocky Mountain High.